This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you. How does God fill you? How do you experience this love? Because the Holy Spirit is going to fill you with the love of God. He's going to experience, uh, to un unlock and, and reveal and manifest and pour it out to you. And He's going to dump it onto you. And all of a sudden, all selfishness and all this sense of, uh, you know, like you're an orphan, you don't belong, and, and low self-esteem and uh, the poor self-image that m most of us have, all of a sudden is dissipates, it dissolves. Why? Because now you are being filled and you know from within that you are loved by the most important person. Welcome to the broadcast. My name is Andrew Nkoyo. I'm so glad you're tuning in today because I have a word from the Lord. Today we are going to talk about experiencing God's love. You know, every human being has a longing for love, to receive love and to give love. It's one of the seven longings of the human heart. And when we are loved and when we know we are loved, we feel the sense of belonging. And so another need that gets met is the need to belong, the need to, be, to feel loved, known, accepted, received for who we are. But in order for us to fully understand and fully experience this love, whether you're a believer or not, we have to go back to the source. God is love. God is the author of love. And so I'm going to take you to a scripture that we all know by heart. Probably you memorized it in Sunday school, John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life or ever lasting life. Now the key word is God so loved the world. He loved you and me so much that he gave his only son in your name and in your place because of love. He wasn't motivated by anything else other than the love he has for you and me. Dear friend, I have good news for you. God is not mad at you. God is not watching over you, waiting for you to make a mistake. Okay, to sin in your life or to do something that is contrary to his nature and to his name so he can beat you over with a big stick. For the following verse tells us that God did not come into the world to condemn us, but he sent Jesus so that through Jesus Christ he may repair the relationship that was broken way back in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve violated God's law and disobeyed God willingly and willfully, and so they were 
cast out of the, the paradise, as we know it, the Garden of Eden. And since then, God went on a journey to reconcile man back to himself. And the motivation in God's heart was nothing else but love. And so that's why every human being, we are born with this longing, this craving for love, to receive love, to give love. And so my desire today is to help you to know that God is on your side and how you can experience this love. I have come across many believers who have received Christ into their lives, and yet they feel in some way or the other, almost like a sense of, of not being accepted or received. It's like they are orphans. They are like spiritual orphans who are always trying to beg God for his life, trying to do all the, you know, going through dead works and human efforts and the things they, they, they think they will do in order to attract God's love or so that God will love them more. Uh, and I'm here to tell you, there is nothing that you and I will ever do to make God love us more or love us less. Okay, God's love is unconditional towards you. And how do we know that? We are going to read a few verses here. But we know that because of Jesus. Jesus did not have to die. He did not have any sin in his life. And so when Jesus stepped uh, on earth through the Holy Spirit, he was conceived into Mary's womb by God so that he can come and fulfill the wrath of God. He can come and fulfill what we could not do for ourselves to save us so that the relationship with God can be healed. And so, dear friend, we see that Jesus loves you so much with such a relentless, such an unconditional love that he will lay his life down on the cross for you. It does not matter where you are right now. It does not matter what you have done, what matters is the condition of your heart, is your attitude right now towards God. God is on a search and rescue mission. He's out there looking for you, searching for you. And even for some of you that are watching that are Christians, maybe you felt like God didn't like you that much. God didn't love you. You have never felt the love of God. I'm going to show you the key. These are simple principles here in God's word. And many believers struggle to receive and experience this love of God because of their past. Because the enemy has deceived them that their past is stronger than the love that God has for them. And so they measure God's love by the things they experience, by either God's blessing. If God is blessing me, he must be loving me, and, he, and this is how we measure God's love. Or if I'm going through adversity, where is God? Is, is God turning his back on me? Maybe God doesn't love me as much as he loves the other person. You see, all those are rooted in doubt and unbelief, in, in ignorance, in lack of understanding. So my desire is that we can simply learn, see the scripture, and learn how to experience this love, whether you're a believer or not. God loves you. And so, let's read Romans verse 
Romans chapter 15, verse 30. I'm reading from the New International Version. It says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the Lord Jesus Christ, now watch this, and by the love of the Spirit, to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me. Paul is asking the church, the believers, to pray for him by Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit. I want you to put this in your spirit. Now, he does not use the love of God. He used but the love of the Spirit. Why? Because the love of God, and this is key number one, really the only key, the love of God is only experienced through the inner working and power of the Holy Spirit. And that's why when he when asked the church in Rome to pray with him and for him, is by the grace of Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit. Other translations say, by the love that the Holy Spirit gives you, the Holy Spirit works in you, the Holy Spirit pours in your heart. Okay? I want you to put this in your spirit because maybe you're going through something. Maybe you have felt like, man, I love God, but I don't know how much God loves me. How, how, how am I going to know this love and feel this love and, and be able to really tangibly, experientially experience this love, this miraculous love of God? It is, the key is, by the Holy Spirit. So you cannot separate the love of God, the work of God's love and the love of God from the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit put this in your spirit, is the applicator, is the manifest, is the distributor, the supplier. Okay, each time we're asking for his love, we are reaching out to God for love. Do you know who supplies the love? The Holy Spirit. And Paul is acknowledging, Paul knows this, and he says, by the love that the Spirit will give to you. So, it means even true intercession, to, for us to be truly intercessors, is the work of the Holy Spirit that is rooted in the love of God, the love that God gives you, the love that God works in you, dear friend. And so, if we are going to really know the love of God and be able to do the things that the love of God is going to energize and empower and anoint us to do, we really need to know how to experience this love on a daily basis, to grow in this love, as we're going to find out here. So, that's key number one. It is by the Spirit, and so we have to cast ourselves upon the Spirit of God. Okay? We have to rely on the Spirit. We have to look to the Spirit. Okay? You don't need to be like a spiritual orphan. In, in a sense, God is your father. Jesus is your brother. He's your friend. You are in the family, in the royal family of heaven. Uh, and my desire is that you will know this love deep within because the spirit of God is working a work within your heart. Okay. Let's read Romans chapter 5, verse 5. And this is from the Living Bible. Again, he says that we are able to hold our heads high no matter what happens and know that all is well, for we know how dearly God loves us. Now, watch this. And we feel the, the warmth of his love or we feel this warm love everywhere within us. 
Oh, I love that. He says, we feel this warm love everywhere. You are experiencing. It's not just intellectual knowledge that many believers have, but we can feel the love of God. We can be fascinated and exhilarated by the, the love of God because we feel it within us. We feel it in our hearts and then it overflows into our, our being and every part of us. He says, we can feel it everywhere within us because God has given us the Holy Spirit, listen to this key, who fills our hearts with his love. How does God fill you? How do you experience this love? Because the Holy Spirit is going to fill you with the love of God. He's going to experience, uh, to un unlock and, and reveal and manifest and pour it out to you. And he's going to dump it on to you. And all of a sudden, all selfishness and all this sense of, uh, you know, like you're an orphan, you don't belong, and, and low self-esteem, and uh, the poor self-image that m most of us have, all of a sudden it dissipates, it dissolved. Why? Because now you are being filled and you know from within that you are loved by the most important person that authored love. You, you are known, you are loved, and you, from that moment, you have that true sense of belonging because the Spirit of God has shed abroad, another version says the King James, that the Spirit of God has shed abroad the love of God in your heart, in my heart. I remember when God first called me into the ministry. There are many places, many villages that I had to walk miles upon miles to go preach to these people, you know, that... You know, in my natural me, <laughs> I didn't want to do that. I don't want to pay that price. I don't want to do all those things. Why walk 20 miles, go to preach people I, I, I'll never, I've never met? I don't know them. I don't know who they are. Why should I care? The love of God touched me. 1986, it melted my heart for the lost. It melted my heart for people who did not know Jesus. From that moment on, dear friend, I was 14 years old. From that moment, it did not matter. I was fascinated and my mission was to take the gospel to anybody, every family, anywhere that, uh, you know, even at school, I preached, you know, and revivals broke out. For some of you that have read my book, Working the Works of God, and other more testimonies in my new book, Catch and Release God's Supernatural. All are results of God's love. And I remember way back when God spoke to me and he said, Andrew, that miracles are proof of my love. Now, I want you to put this in your spirit. God's miracles, they are proof of his love. Okay? How, how come? Because God has done everything by his love, through love, through his son Jesus Christ, so you can have a new life. John 10.10 10 tells us that he, he came to give us life, and life in his fullness, and life more abundantly. It's not only the spiritual life, but it's the Zoe, it's the, the all-encompassing life, it's the life of God. Life that Jesus gives by the Spirit. How do we experience that? Through the inner working of the Spirit of God working in us. Okay, dear friend. So, because of that love, this is how we experience love. Okay? By the Spirit shedding abroad in our hearts. 
the love of God. So you don't need to be crying and wailing and weeping and begging God for love. He has given you the Holy Spirit. And if you don't know Jesus and you don't know this love, today you're going to have an opportunity to know the author of love, the one who loves you so much that he will give Jesus in your name and in your place. You know, uh, a few weeks ago, my family and I are doing a Bible study at home uh, through the Apologia uh, Bible study book for, you know, for children. Uh, and my children, you know, they're five, six, nine, and ten. You know, then as we are reading these next verses that we're going to read here, they began to ask me, but Daddy, what does that mean that God, God loves us so much and he gave his son and now because he loved us you know we know his love because of Jesus now we ought to lay down our lives they were perplexed by the fact that what does he mean are we supposed to die <laughs> you know like Jesus did so I had to, to explain to them well some people have lost their lives because of Jesus because they believed and trusted Jesus but we get to experience this love and then we get to love others because he first loved us. So, this love transforms us. We go through a love transformation from the people we were, from the selfish, carnal, you know, self-centered, self-seeking people to people that have God's heart now. Because now the Holy Spirit who lives in us is continuously, consistently you know, baptizing us, infusing us, immersing us, saturating us, and releasing afresh and anew, like Paul tells us, that we can actually even feel it everywhere within us, the love of God, okay? And so, we go through this love transformation. First John chapter 4, verse 17, from the NIV says, this is how love is made complete. This is how. Among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. We will not be ashamed if Jesus showed up right now. We, we are prepared. We, will, we are not ashamed on the day of, of, of judgment. But listen to this. In this world, we are like Jesus. Another version says that so as Jesus is, so are we in this world. Okay, so Jesus mission and this is the mission of the church this is the mission of christianity really is to be we are loved by god so we can love the world you know that's why you know i'm preaching the gospel to you tonight it's because god has loved me and i love you and he sends me to love you he sends me to share the gospel to broadcast it everywhere to tell others about this miraculous love that you and I can experience at any time. You know, you don't have to pay for it. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do any ritual. There is no price to you. The, what it requires is your faith in Jesus Christ. Okay? So, this love transforms us. The Bible just told us that as Jesus is, so are we. How can we become like Jesus, dear friend? It is simple but profound by the Holy Spirit, by the mighty working of the Spirit of God. We can look to the Holy Spirit. We can ask the Holy Spirit day in and day out to help us, to revive us, to renew us, to equip us, to 
Share abroad the love of God. Every moment you feel like you, you are not as close as to God as you should be, lean to the Holy Spirit because He's there to really bring Jesus into your life and into your world and make Him real, make Him tangible to you, make Him really visible to you, so to speak, in every aspect of our lives. You know, that's what the Holy Spirit is here to do. He's here to glorify Jesus. So the, the love transformation that we go through transforms us into the image of Jesus Christ. So we can act like him, we can talk like him, we can love like him. And I'm telling you, if we'll cast ourselves upon the Holy Spirit to equip us, transform us, change our lives, we can be lovers of God, but also true lovers of people. God loves people. Everything that God did, even with creation, is because he loved us. He created everything, and then he made man in his own image, after his own likeness. And what did he say? He said, everything is good. And he said, man, now you're in charge. I want you to enjoy it. Because he loves people. He's not against people. He's not against us. He's for us. So my desire tonight is that you shift from struggle to success in your Christian walk, in your life, because there is one that loves you, one that sticks, sticks closer than a brother, and his name is Jesus. So before I land uh, this plane here, before I finish, I, I want to give you some application for this. Now, you know how you receive and experience the love of God? By the Spirit of God. You know, so Jesus, his desire is that so as he is, so are you in this world. And this love, it begins by loving God, okay? And then loving yourself correctly. You need to love yourself correctly. And if you don't know, and if you, do, you, you cannot dislike yourself or in one way or the other, ask the Holy Spirit to do a work in your heart so you love yourself correctly and see yourself the way God sees you so you can accept yourself who you are, that you are perfect, for God. You are perfect for Him. In Him, you are perfect. Doesn't matter where you're born, you know, doesn't matter your background, doesn't matter where you are right now. He's got a destiny, He's got a plan for you, and you are perfect, dear friend, for Him in His love because you're crafted by the love of God. Okay? And then this love, as it transforms you, it brings you to love your neighbors and love your world. Okay? Remember the story I told you about, uh, you know, my study with my children at home. You know, this is the, you know, the, this scripture that you know, we're going to go through a few verses here that we read. And they were like, wow. You, you know, uh, in First John chapter 4, verse 9, verse 8 and 9. And then we're going to read 16 to 20 here before we, you know, uh, we go off the air here, before we are out of time here. But if a person isn't loving and kind, it shows that, he doesn't know God, for God is love. Did you hear that? That if a person is not loving, is not kind, he does not know God because God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his only son into this wicked world to bring to us eternal life through his death. In this act, we see what real love is. It is not our love for God, but his love for us when he sent his son to satisfy God's anger against our sins. Dear friend, did you hear it? It wasn't because we first loved God. It was because God loved us. Okay, verse 16. We know how much God loves us 
because we have felt his love. You can feel the love of God. It's not just enough to intellectually know the love of God. You can feel the love of God. We have felt this love because we believe him when he tells us that he loves us dearly. God is love. And anyone who lives in love is living in God and God is living in him. Did you hear that? If you live in love, you're living in God and God lives in you. Okay? And as we live in we live with Christ. Our love grows more perfect and complete so we will not be ashamed and embarrassed at the day of judgment but confess him with confidence and with joy because he loves us and we love him too. Verse 18. We need not have fear for someone who loves us perfectly. His perfect love for us eliminates all dread of what he might do to us. You see, that's why some people don't know the love of God because we are always afraid, is, you know, is God happy with me? Is God delighted with me? You know, when somebody gets sick, they say, well, maybe because I have sin in my life, maybe God is not delighted with me. No, God is not going to put sickness on you to teach you something. I don't believe that. You know, sickness, the Bible tells me, is of the devil. You know, and but God will help us through our infirmities. He will be with us. Okay, He will be with us through trials and tribulation. You know, His love is for us. His love is there to bring us into the image of Jesus Christ. It is for fear what he might do to us and shows that we are not fully convinced that he really loves us. So you see, our love for him comes as a result of his loving us first. Verse 20, if anyone says, I love God, but keeps on hating his brother, he's a liar, for he does not love his brother, who is right there in front of him. How can he love God, whom he has never seen, and God himself has said that one must love not only God, but his brother. Dear friend, that's why this love transformation takes you now from you being me-centered to outward-centered, where you're loving God, you're loving God and you're loving yourself, and now you're loving the world around you. You're praying for your world and you're giving into the ministry of Jesus Christ so that the gospel of Jesus Christ will go forth. As a matter of fact, you know, before I finish this broadcast, you know, I'm going to ask you to ask God to work a work in your heart so you can, you know, give into the spreading of the gospel, even through this ministry. You can, you know, partner with us. You can uh, just pray for us. We want to hear from you that you're praying for us and that you have been motivated by the love of God to give because you want to give, not because, you know, you are coerced into giving, not because you're coerced into praying, but because your love for the souls, your love for people to hear a message like this around the world, you have been touched by the love of God. Amen. And so there is uh, information on your screen, you know, write to us what, you know, we would love to hear your prayer request. We would love to pray for you. Send us your prayer request. Go on our website, you know, partner with us and give into this ministry to continue spreading this love. We are all about sharing the gospel of redemption, telling people what Christ has done in their name and in their place. And we invite you to be a part of that. Okay. If we see people in the world without Christ, and we do nothing, we don't have love. But if we do something, we have love. 
So before I finish, I want to invite you, you who's watching and you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, For if you tell others with your own mouth that Jesus Christ is your Lord and believe in your own heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in his heart that a man becomes right with God. It's by when you believe in your heart, you become right with God. And when you confess with your mouth that you are saved. So would you pray this prayer with me today? Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that God rose you from the dead. I confess with my mouth that I am yours. I am a sinner and I receive your finished work on the cross that you did in my name and in my place. Today, I invite you into my heart. Forgive my sins. Wash me with your blood. Fill me with your Holy Spirit so that I may do your will. I am yours. I am saved from today going forward. Thank you, Jesus. Dear friend, if you have prayed that prayer, you have invited and received Christ into your life. Go to our website, write to us. We'll love to hear your story and tell somebody about your decision and find a Bible-believing church and get plugged in. And I want to, uh, before I close, I want to invite you to get a, a copy of my new book, Catch and Release, God's Supernatural, the keys to operating in God's miracle, healing and power. I want to put it in your hands. Go to our website, write to us for a donation of $50 or more. We'll send it to you free of charge anywhere in the world. We love you. We want to bless you. And we want to invest into your future. May God bless you. And thank you for watching. See you next time. As a believer, the keys to the supernatural are in your hands, and with them you can access your inheritance. In his newest book, Working the Works of God, Dr. Andrew teaches us how, through the glory of God and his anointing, we are empowered to move past our human abilities and function in the supernatural realm, where nothing is impossible. Order your copy today. To become a Kingdom Impact Ministry partner or sow a financial seed, call us toll-free 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423. Or log on to www.kingdomimpactministry.org. Watch Andrew on the Kingdom Come broadcast 24-7 online at kingdomimpactministry.org and on our Kingdom Impact Ministry TV channels available on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Android TV. To stream on the go, get the Kingdom Impact Ministry mobile app for Apple and Android devices from the App Store today. To receive prayer, order resources, or to become a partner with Kingdom Impact Ministry, call us toll-free, 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423. 
or visit us online at kingdomimpactministry.org. You can also write to us at Kingdom Impact Ministry, P.O. Box 2073, Montrose, Colorado, 81402. This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you.